Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're continuing a Once More with Feeling series, a series on Buffy the Vampire Sayer. Today we're doing Season 2, Episode 8. The Dark Age. The Dark Age. This episode was first aired on November 10th, 1997, written by Dean Battelle, Rob Des Hotel, and directed by Bruce Seth Green. Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of Buffy. Uh, Jared has never watched the whole series all the way through, and I'm trying to prove to him that it is a that it is worth his time. And a lot of time it is, really. <laughs> a lot of time it is. Yeah. So we watched another one the other night. Uh, and what were your initial thoughts on this, Eddie? I think I remember liking this episode a lot more. When I was probably a bit younger. Um, but, yeah, now I know it is that it's the, you know, your past coming back to haunt you trope. Yeah. Um, I, I had a real Dead Poet Society feel to this for some reason. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. Because there was sort of a ritual thing that they were doing in that. I know, it just kind of remind me of it for some reason. It just sort of popped in there. Oh, did they, do they do magic orgies and stuff? In- no. <laughs> Oh, yes, but without the magic. <laughs> what is that? Back, Bacchanals or something that they. Yeah, said? I think so, yeah. Bacchanals and orgies yeah. where you invoke the spirit. Mm. Correct. And it gives you a wonderful high. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what it's all about. It's a high, isn't it? So, yeah, the uh, summering, getting high off demons. Yes. They never, never really explained that, did they? Like what? Oh, no, it does come back. Magic is used a lot in place of. Drugs, like right. it is seen as something that's highly addictive and dangerous. Yeah, it's to stick with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be safer. Yeah. Well, drugs don't come back to life and try and kill you. Yes. Uh, yeah, so this episode does give you a lot of lot more backstory on Giles. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a monster. It does end up being a monster of the week sort of episode, but we get more Ethan Rain, which is always good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. Leaving the teeth marks on the scenery as he's pontificating <laughs> yes. everything, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind. Someone's got to bring in, bring in, you know. Yeah. Turn it up a little bit, Yeah, I think. there's yeah. Lots, lots of Jenny in this as well, and that's always good too. Mm. Our, our techno, our sassy techno pagan. The techno pagan, yes. So, you know, yeah. Uh, did you want to go into the summary? All right, let's uh, yeah, we get to this and get back into it. So uh, we begin this episode with a man hurriedly making his way through the school grounds trying to find Giles when he is approached by a dick-opposing woman. The corpse strangles him before falling to the ground and dissolving. Giles tells Buffy to meet her later at the hospital where there will be a blood delivery which attracts vampires. When Giles returns to the library... A detective is waiting for him who informs Giles that there was a homicide on campus and a dead man had Giles' address on him. That's all he had in that briefcase. Yeah, nothing else. Just nothing just, else. just a notepad with a sticky pad. Just just a little scrap of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Giles identifies the body as an old friend from London, Philip Henry. The body has a tattoo which Giles claims he does not recognise. Shaken, Giles does not meet Buffy at the hospital and she battles the doctor-dressed vampires alone until Angel shows up. She goes to check on Giles, who looks disheveled and appears to have been drinking. He, his, his tie was undone. Yes, just his tie was undone. His tie was undone. Oh, my God. He calls another friend from London and finds out that Deidre is dead too. As he rolls up his sleeves, we see the same tattoo as Philip. Meanwhile, Philip has come back to life in the morgue. 
his eyes flashing and escapes. On Saturday, Cordelia finally tells Buffy about the detective's visit. In the library, Buffy finds Giles' former friend Ethan, the costume shop owner who caused chaos on Halloween. As she calls Giles, Ethan mentions the Mark of Igon. Giles says she is in danger and the dead Philip enters. A panicked Giles shows up and, after a scuffle which leaves Jenny unconscious, Philip dissolves. When Jenny comes to, she seems normal but her eyes flash. Willow discovers the Mark of Igon in a book. The demon Igon has the ability to possess the body of the dead or unconscious host. They figure out that the demon has jumped from Philip's body into Jenny's. Possessed, Jenny tries to seduce Giles at his apartment. When Buffy comes to rescue them, Jenny escapes. Giles explains to Buffy that he ran with a bad crowd when he was young, and they used the demon Igon as a temporary high, directing him in a, out of each other's bodies. But one friend died, then Deirdre, and now it seems the rest of the group is being killed. Buffy goes to the deserted costume shop to defend Ethan against Igon slash Jenny. Ethan knocks her out, ties her up, and puts the mark of Igon on her. He then uses acid to remove his own tattoo, so Igon will take Buffy instead of him. Jenny enters, completely demonic, and Buffy breaks free. Angel arrives and chokes Jenny until she loses consciousness, whereupon Igon moves to the nearest dead body, that of Angel. The two demons, the vampire within and Igon, fight for control of Angel's body. With Igon destroyed, Jenny returns to normal, but Ethan escapes. Back at school, Jenny acts cold with Rupert, who thinks she'll never forgive him. The end. Yay! So, Eddie, what, do you, uh, what did you want to go start with this? Um, let's talk about Giles hitting rock bottom. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's so-called rock bottom. Yes. Like, um, yeah, this is one thing that I don't like about this episode is how heavy-handed they are with the, him being a fuddy-duddy at the start of the episode. Yeah. And then sort of going on, oh, you know, um, he he would have worn – his diapers would have been tweed. He would have sat in math going, math math should be more mathier. And that he was upset that there would only be 12 grades in school. <laughs> um, I like that. Nah. And then you had um, Jenny also picking on him as well. <laughs> like pretty much everyone in like the first 10 minutes of this episode just picks on Giles for being a fuddy-duddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Little did I know. He was in Sex Pistols. Yes. <laughs> so the picture they show of him was like they 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 uh yeah they showed a picture of Giles like playing a bass, and it's actually just a picture of Sid Vicious that they stuck Anthony Stewart's head on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they've done. Uh. Yeah. They, and they hit it really heavy-handed at the start, and then um. Oh my god! How much do they go? <laughs> and then I think they overreact to him drinking. Yeah. As well, because when I first watched that scene, there's no indication that he's been drinking, except yeah. except that his tie is undone. Yeah, his tie is loose. Oh, he's drunk. <laughs> and then the you know, um, well, didn't you see him pour a drink, or didn't he pour a drink with uh, Jenny Igon? Yeah, but that was way like this is way before that, or after that, is it? Well, the, the scene that that where she's really up upset about him drinking in his oh, okay. apartment on mm. you know and she's just like oh he looked really bad mm. and I'm, I'm i'm like sitting there going like bad looking giles is you know he's pretty sexy actually. 
And she's yes. sitting there going, he looks, he looks, he looked really bad. I'm like, oh, he actually looks pretty good in this episode. <laughs> All rugged and he's scruffy all rugged, looking. and he's hardly wearing his glasses as well. Like they kind of take the glasses off. Like he's yeah. not wearing the glasses for most of the episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was it like? Willow, Willow's all like, "Oh no, drinking alone." Oh, it, but tea, right? Who's drinking tea? <laughs> you know, not tea, Will. Not Rolling tea. my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just. An adult, yeah, and then I think she even says, "Oh, he he was lost weekending it in his apartment." Um, and Lost Weekend is a movie <laughs> about a four day bender oh. of a chronic alcoholic. Okay, uh, is that a movie or yeah, it's a movie. Oh, okay, yeah, all oh. right, but yeah, I just thought it was just just a little. I don't know. I didn't even think he looked that drunk. Like, did he actually look that drunk? <laughs> you got the five o'clock shadow thing happening and everything. Like, yeah, uh, but you get that. You d- that like alcohol doesn't make stubble grow. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It's a, it's a it's a it's an indication to the audience that oh he must be drunk because he's got the five o'clock shadow. Like, not this the fact that he hasn't shaven last night. Oh no, he he must be drunk or something. He was too busy <laughs> drinking to shave. That's the indication that it, it grows back that quickly. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll give you that. Alcohol apparently makes stubble grow. Yeah. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> uh, would you like to play a game of Anywhere But Here? Which is a uh, game that they're playing at the start yeah. of the... Yeah. No. All right. Do you like really. to play a game <laughs> of Anywhere But Here? It seemed pretty lame, to be honest. <laughs> you don't want your feet massaged by Cameron Diaz or something mm. on a tropical on. island? or Maybe. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Um uh yeah, you sort of see um in the library, Xander goes out of his way to protect Cordelia. Oh, yes he does. When the oh, what is it, Argon attacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was weird how it had different makeup for the, the different people it um jumped into, but I think it must take different forms as to whether the person's alive or dead. Right, okay. So, yes. Um, uh, so, uh, just in the synopsis there, I mentioned how uh, they were able to overcome it by having it enter Angel's body and they have the two demons fight it out in his body or something mm-hmm. like that. So, is that demon, is that Angel's subconscious or something? Well, it's meant to be his vampire self, I his guess. His vampire self, right. Yeah. <laughs> I still been thinking about this a lot from our our discussion last week about what the about what does it mean to be a vampire? What you know because it says your body is taken over by a demon. Is this a demon like Igon? Is it or possibly because um, Angel does get his um, vampire self gets a separate name. Really? So is this like a almost like a dark passenger? Yeah, you could yeah. say. Yeah. So he he becomes Angelus when. Uh, when he becomes evil. Oh, is he? Oh, when when he was evil, he was known as Angelus, and when he's good, he's known as Angel. Right, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I should tell you, don't, not to look this up, but there is a heinous amount of fan fiction about Giles and Ethan and their magic orgy. <laughs> 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 their magic, in, um, yeah, their magic... 
uh, high-inducing orgies that they used to have. I'd imagine so, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. People with far too much time on their hands. Do something creative, like make a podcast or something. <laughs> so drawing all these obnoxious things, I, I can only imagine. Um, and Cordelia in this episode, you know, she's she's actually pretty much part of the Scoobs now. Like she she was wanting to help. Yeah, actually eager to ha- eager to help. Not and it didn't serve her self interest to help. Yeah. yeah, she was there part of part of the gang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are they called the Scoobs yet, or where's that name yet, come not from? Yet. It'll it'll come up soon. Is it always? <laughs> when I'm reading everything, I always referring to them as the Scoobs, but so far it's not been mentioned yet, has it? Okay, I think I've asked you this a few times before, haven't I? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I haven't missed anything. Nope. What rabbit hole did you go down this week when doing your yeah, research? Yeah. Okay. So um, when I was watching it in the in the intro, I think it's even before the credits start, where you see the guy uh, trying to find Giles and gets attacked by the zombie. The reason you can't hear him because Buffy's working out with this obnoxious techno song blasting in the background that's yes. you know, making Giles deaf. Now, I found out what that song is. So that, well, it's not a, it's not a real song, but it seems to be a techno version of an Andrew Lloyd Webber song from Jesus Christ Superstar. Now, I don't know whether this is intentional or not, but I, I think it is. Now, I'm just going to play a little bit of it here. So this is the intro, and you recognize it's very similar to the techno song that they played at the start. My mind is clearer now. All right, so that, that was it there. I think we'll be okay. Uh, now, coincidentally enough, the man singing that is Murray Head, Anthony Stewart's Head's brother. Oh. Older brother. Um, yeah, who sang on that and also sang in chess as well, chess the musical. <laughs> I went down a huge rabbit hole. Um, so that night in Bangkok, that's sung by his brother. Yeah, yeah. I won't play that one, but uh, yeah. Well that, well, that was kind of like I found out that, like, so I just, I've just finished watching the new Netflix series Shadow and, Shadow and Bone and I found out, well, I audibly gasped. <laughs> The other day, and you're like, "What the hell? What's wrong?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing, nothing." And it was because I realised that one of the characters, Jenya, in the show, is actually his daughter. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which I had no idea. Hmm. So, yes, they're a very talented family, by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. What it looks of it, yeah. That was a, that was a pretty big hit that night in Bangkok song. Mm. So I've heard it heaps of times on the radio. I had no idea it was him singing it. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and yeah, just back on the Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, song being used here. Yeah, it was used in uh, another another song in the Jesus Christ Superstar, the Trial of Platt. Uh, it's a climactic scene in the in the movie. Actually, it's when they start whipping Jesus. Uh, it sort of kicks in as they start. I'm just going to play a little snippet of it here. Where they crucify him. By the way, this goes up to 39. Yeah, he goes up to 39. <laughs> goes all, right. all the way up, up to, to four. Thir- yeah. Goes up to 39 um, and it gets brutaler and brutaler and faster and faster. And I don't, I'm not sure it was just me, but it just felt like there was a weird sexual undertone with that as well. Like yes. there was, 
I don't know. There was something. I don't know. Then you showed me that other weird version of it, and yeah. So the, the one I just played was like the Nazi version or something, where they're oh, okay. like or commie Nazis or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I was looking at that, going, "What the hell are they wearing?" Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The commie Nazis. All right. Um. Yeah. So did you did you like how they resolved this episode? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a yeah a pretty good resolution in the end. Uh, only the only letting the, the guy get away again. <laughs> yeah. He's slowly getting away. You know, like how they used Angel to to save Jenny. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, this is one of those episodes where someone asked me, "When do you when do you start feeling like an adult?" <laughs> what? Like he talks about being an adult, and then she's like, "Oh, I found out you're not just an adult; you're only human." You're also human. Mm. So when do you start feeling like an adult? Because I still don't feel like an adult. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Been tried as one. But. <laughs> I have, and I have two small little people that rely on me. Mm. I still don't feel like an adult. No, no. Um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Uh yeah, I don't don't ever want to get old. Well, you didn't no. want well, you didn't want to play anywhere but here, so I uh. guess. <laughs> so you didn't want to play anywhere, um, anywhere but here. So do you want to move on to the funny names? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Or not All funny right. names like the the country names. Yep. Country translations. All right, go on. Okay, so we've got dark past. Uh. Italy. Uh, Armenia. Dark times. Germany. <laughs> no, Czech. Yeah. Uh, power. Powers of darkness. Oh, that's got to be German. No, Finnish. Ugh. The hidden face. Uh, Spanish. Wait, what if I say it in the La Fesse Chasse? Oh, um, French. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Chasse? Yeah. Ah, yeah. The hidden face. Uh, the mark of Igon. Damal es Igon. Das mal Oh, that's German. Igon. Yeah, that's <laughs> German. Uh, dark past. Suet uh, <laughs> mut. I don't think I've said that properly at all. I, I can't. By the way, I am in- incredibly the terrible. French Canadian? I'm incredibly terrible at languages. So, no, that's it's hard. Hungarian. Oh, good luck pronouncing anything in that language. <laughs> I don't know. It's got all of those little, um, uh, the acute. Uh, well, those letters with weird, weird symbols on them. No, yeah, yeah, like your little. Yeah, Hungarian's like its own little language in Europe. Like no one else, no other language is like <laughs> Hungarian. That's like their own thing. It's yeah. Okay, the next one is called Darkness. Oscurita. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Italian. Yeah. Okay. Um, past secrets. I cannot pronounce <laughs> this one. Uh, it's in a language that has symbols. So. Russian. 
It's Japanese. Okay. Um, Demons of the Past. We haven't said German yet, so is it yes, German? Yes, have. Have we? Yeah. Oh. oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Um, oh, Spanish. Polish. Polish. All right. All right. Oh, hang on, one more. Okay. Okay. The Dark Years. Oh. Russian? No, Spanish. Yeah. Terrible at this. <laughs> All right, let's get into questions. Question time. Answer the question. Okay, Jared. Right. Which character was your favorite? Uh, well, I think I like Giles. Yeah, my favorite character in this. Going through some stuff. And uh, yeah, I was really had to sort of delve into his past and deal with his demons, literally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like Ethan. Mm. He's sort of like a dorkier version of Spike. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which character do you love to hate? I guess it'd be Ethan. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Igon. Um, what was the most memorable fight scene? Uh, I think the fight scene at the hospital was a pretty cool fight scene. <laughs> with, the, with the cute orderlies. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that was pretty kick-ass, that one, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think the Igon and Angel one's pretty funny with the blurry. They just It's a fight where their faces just go all blurry mm. and stuff. Oh, can I also mention uh, this this being another budget episode because both of those vampires staked where uh, they we, they um I think they, they dusted off screen again. Yeah, so I think they might have spent all their special effects budget on turning Igon into the goop. Oh right, okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's like two scenes of that, isn't two or three scenes of that. Yeah, so I think most of the special effects budget went on that, so they had to dust Yeah, the off screen dustings. Dust- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know I noticed that. Uh, LOL moment. Uh, I've got to say, I don't think it was an intentional LOL moment, but uh, when Miss Calendar uh, transformed into Iagon. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. She pretty much turns into a, like, I think they use a different actor- actress or something. Yeah, no, no, but the actual, oh, come on, Giles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know, the sudden... Suddenly, a man voice that sort of comes out of her, like "Oh," as he's as she's straddling him. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you're like a Giles. <laughs> yeah, intentional like- LOL moment for me. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like the from Xander. Ooh, gang! Did you hear that? A bonus day of class plus Cordelia mix in a little rectal surgery, and it's my best day ever. Hmm. <laughs> Just, just a tiny hint of abusing sarcasm there. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Who gets the wooden spoon? I, I would actually say say uh, Giles gets the wooden spoon, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he caused all this and didn't really help to fix it. Yeah. He didn't so, really help himself, did he? No, no. So I guess, you know, dealing with your demons in your past... Yeah, and he sort of uh, ends up putting Buffy in danger. Yeah, yeah, Jenny bails on her. Yeah. It tells her to go to this thing that doesn't doesn't show up, and um, and uh, didn't 
take advantage of a possessed Jenny? I mean, okay. No, not. <laughs> and there's already us inside. I might get a little crowded with him in there, but you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> there are so many wrong things that you just said then. Oh, that's what he said in Ghostbusters. You just cons- <laughs> That's what he said in Ghostbusters. Oh, is that from Ghostbusters? Yeah. It might get a little crowded in there. Yeah. Sounds like somebody else is already in there. Mike, a little crowded with me in there as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And, yeah, he managed to knock her out with all those drugs. And like, what? Why did you go to a date with all those drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, favorite scene? Uh, I guess the, the final scene at the end with uh, with Angel fighting um, Aegon. Aegon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, mine's actually the very final <laughs> scene. Oh, the awkward. Um, no, it's the um, the little conversation between Buffy and Giles, and Giles says, "I don't think she'll ever really forgive me. Maybe she shouldn't." Buffy says, "Maybe you should." <laughs> hmm. And then it's like, Giles said, "I never wanted to see." I never wanted you to see that side of me. Buffy says, I'm not going to lie to you. It was scary. I'm so used to you being a grown-up and then I find out that you're a person. Giles says, most grown-ups are. Buffy's like, who would have thought? (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And then they have that cute little thing about, like she brings out the CD. (laughs) He's like, it's not music. It's just noise. Yeah. Yeah, another sweet little Buffy Giles scene. Mm-hmm. And as I said, like when when do you become a grown up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to know when when do you become a grown up? Okay, least favorite scene. Uh, maybe the the scene in the stacks. I guess when he when you first meet um, Ethan. Yeah, what didn't you like about that scene? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was my favourite scene. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't like when Buffy goes into the classroom going, I think there's something wrong with Giles and he was didn't look good and he was drinking and Willow's like, tea, right, tea? Mm. Just like, wasn't tea, Will? <laughs> yeah, did not like that. <laughs> Being a bit judgmental, eh? Mm. Yeah. Favorite quote? Uh, well, actually, it was in that same scene uh, when they meet, <laughs> uh, where Buffy and Ethan meet, met, and and she's like, "Oh, I know you. You ran that costume shop." And Ethan, "Oh, I'm pleased you remember." And Buffy, "You sold me that dress for Halloween that nearly got us all killed." He replies, "But you looked great." <laughs> That's my one. Yeah, I like Giles. Um, that's the, at the it's from the start of the episode. Giles going, must we have this noise during your calisthenics? And Buffy's like, it's not noise, it's music. I know music. Music has notes. This is noise. And Buffy's like, I'm aerobicizing. I need to have a beat. <laughs> uh, and then Giles says, wonderful. You work on your muscle tone while my brain dribbles out my eyes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> while my brain dribbles out my ears. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> who's the MVP of this episode? Uh, I think Angel is the MVP. Uh, I think he, he uh, saves Buffy. Yeah. Uh, from the from the, the scrub vamps, scrub yeah. scrub vamps <laughs> vamp scrubs. Um, do you think he took some of that blood? Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that implied? Make yeah. sure it all gets back. Yeah. In fact, uh, why were they stealing the blood? Um, to drink. But don't they just feed off human? Well, humans? it leaves a trail. So. But I thought there was an uncontrolling, uh, a drive to feast on people, wasn't there? Yeah, but you'll also find that they also have like a a print um. If you're in Sunnydale and kill too many people, you're going to get, attract the attention of the Slayer. Okay. All right. That answers that question. I'm still not convinced. Yeah. I'm giving it to Cordelia for the kick in the groin that she does to Ethan to yeah. stop him running out of the 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 uh, the library. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty hardcore, actually. Yeah. It was a mean kick. Made me, uh, made me shudder, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Ow. Um. Yeah. Best Cordelia freakout moment. I think we're going to say the same one when she comes into the library when the detectives are there and starts uh, going. Com- well, evil just compounds evil, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? First, I'm sentenced to a computer tutorial on a Saturday. Now I have to read some computer book. There are books on computers. Isn't the point of computers to replace books? <laughs> well, there's two police standing there talking to Joel. <laughs> yes. I'm busy. And then, no, but then it's like, he's like, Cordelia, stop shouting my name. Why does everyone shout my name? I'm not deaf. I can take a hint. What's what's the hint? <laughs> All right. Um, what do you rate this, the episode out of 10? And using something from the episode. Can I give it uh, four whips of Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> four lashes. Four lashes of... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ Superstar. All right. Is that kind of from the show? Can we pay that? Can we All allow right, that I, one? I will allow that. Yeah. I will allow that. that li- uh, li- oh, no, I've, I've had that song stuck on my head all day. Yeah, it's very catchy. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Okay. Um, I'm going to go six out of ten not cups of tea. Oh, yes. No, they're not cups of tea. Yeah. Oh, and I've got Shakespeare or the Bible. Oh, okay. All right, go on. Here's a little line from Giles. The rest is silence. Um, And that possibly would be Shakespeare. Yeah. From Henry VIII. Is it? Henry V? No, sorry. Um, No, it's uh, Hamlet, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think that's what the king says, isn't it? Yeah, when he dies. Yeah. yeah, sorry. The rest is silence. Yes, the rest is silence. Uh, anything else you want to chime in? Not much to say about this episode, really, was there? Not much yeah. really going on, I think. I don't know. It's really just not show Giles' backstory. Mm. I think there's actually a better episode that does Giles' backstory. Yeah. It's interesting doing this podcast because uh, just like just that little rabbit hole, just the little snippet of a song that was playing, and just diving me into the you know Andrew Lloyd Webber. I mean, I've I've seen Jesus Christ Superstar, but years ago, when I was a kid, I I saw it and I 
Yeah, and we did. See, we did. We did watch it recently. When I say recently, I'm thinking like, I'm like ten tw- years ago, ten plus years ago. Or I think something. it was when we were living at your parents' house. Yeah, yeah, and that's like fifteen plus years ago. So that was a long time ago, and yeah, I think it was sort of on the background sort of thing. I don't know. I think we're really watching it, watching it, but uh, more pe- more just picking on it. I, think. I don't know. I think <laughs> we're just sitting there picking on it because it was just. I was just on the. I think it was on Foxtel. Yeah, and you were just sitting there. Like we'll just like, oh, what the hell? What the hell is this? I think maybe you hadn't seen it before. Is that maybe the first time you'd seen it? Yeah, or? yeah. I don't think I'd ever yeah. seen it, but I, I knew the musical. I knew the music, hmm. but I never like because I think my parents had the soundtrack. Yeah, and that's a 1970s movie we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So my parents had the soundtrack, so I knew all the music, but I'd never actually seen the movie. Hmm. Yeah. So I kind of kind of want to see it now, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was kind of sitting there going, what the hell? And I think I had to learn some song for music class as well mm. that was from it. Yeah. I oh, widget hair well, at school once. <laughs> hair? Yeah. At, at primary school, we did hair. And you just sang The Age of Aquarius? Uh, no, long, beautiful hair, shining. That, that song. Oh, okay. Yeah. That whatever that one is, hair. I don't know. That's the main one, hair. Oh, I thought it was. The, I thought it was the. One. I thought it was the. Age lots of, of songs Aquarius in there. Yeah, is the main. Is it? Oh, okay. Song, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm guessing it's what the teachers wanted us to sing, you know, and it was their favorite song. It was probably from their generation, I imagine. So I imagine the kids now have to sing those boring Nirvana songs. <laughs> don't get me started on this Nirvana thing. I'm. St- yeah. All right. I think we got to wrap it up there, baby. All right. Okay. Well, I hope you like that. So, yeah, Eddie, what do you want to do? Um, you can catch us on the TikTok or the Tiki Toki. The Tiki Toki. Tiki Toki app. The Twitter. The, the, tw- the, the Instagram. The bird, blue birdie. Blue bird. The purple one. <laughs> Another purple one. The yeah. blue one. <laughs> Whatever the blue one is. You can email us. You can send us actual mail. Anyway, bye. Take care. Bye. Grr.